Do you know that it was only this week that I, I broke down and had to turn my heater on? Oh, like, you I hadn't had turned been, it on yet? Yeah, I'd just been letting the climate control just coast with nothing. No AC, no heat, and for like five weeks. Well, I had two until... Well, I got my I got my heater turned on this week, but it, it, it hadn't been too cold. But when it did get cold, man, were you freezing in your house? Sometimes. Well, it was nighttime. It was probably at night. Yeah, right. So Don't I've got it set at about 75 now. Oh, that's not too hot? For me? Yeah. No. Nah. In fact, I'm thinking of going up a couple of degrees. Really? I, I noted, oh, but your house gets a little draft I here. might. Uh, I might do my first uh, fireplace full of wood and uh, <laughs> get the fireplace going. Uh, for anybody listening, Buzz has an indoor fireplace and an outdoor fireplace. He also uses it as an incinerator <laughs> for any mail or boxes that he has. True. Yeah, have you gotten wood yet? Remember? Uh. <laughs> if I got <laughs> When I lived with you, we got that cord of wood that lasted all winter. Yeah, can you put me back in touch with that guy? Sure. What, you like pine? Well, you like my, ash? You like cherry? You know, I'm I'm uh, partial to black oak. Some black oak. Can you? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them burn easier, faster. I used to get all the wood I could possibly want. All I would have <laughs> when you were in your teenage years. Yeah, right. And now it's just harder and harder to get wood. <laughs> The hoops uh, I have to draw through, draw, uh, <laughs> jump through just to get wood. Hello and welcome, everybody, to the AfterBuzz podcast. My name is Nico Adjimi, and your host of the AfterBuzz, and of course, Buzz Adams Hello. is here. Uh, so today, the Beatles' uh, newest song. I, I don't even know how that sounds right. That, that statement shouldn't sound right. The Beatles' newest song was just released today. Yes, this is uh, stuff that that John had worked on, and it's from the same uh, tape that they got the new Beatles songs. And I say new, like in 1995 when they came out with this big box set. What was uh, the box set called? Do you remember? I, I don't know. I've seen it a thousand times because it's right there on my shelf. And uh, they had like studio sessions. They had outtakes, like outtakes. Never before heard. And then somehow they were able to engineer these partial songs, Free as a Bird was one of them, and Real Love was the other one. And that was a huge deal at the time because you could say, you know, on the air, here's the new one from the Beatles 25 years after the band had broken up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But with the use of AI... Now we're 50 years. We're 50 <laughs> years out. And I guess there was a John Lennon song that they weren't able to separate the tracks from necessarily or his voice from the track. Somehow they used AI to make it viable and uh, they put it out. We just listened to it. What did you think? Okay, so let me say, when the Beatles songs in nineteen ninety in the mid-90s came out, I, immediately I didn't love them, but they they definitely grew, grew on, on you. me. So I think I this, this is another one that's going to need to grow on me a little it bit. It was a little... Sadder or softer, or I don't even know how to describe the um, the tone, the audio of it. It didn't sound like a Beatles song to me, but I'm not the biggest Beatles fan. I don't. I mean, I, I like them as much as you know anybody. A regular person, as much as a regular person. Well, could. I love them. Do you think John Lennon was really the star? Was John? I mean, did he really make up the core of essence? What are you talking about? Like, as far as just kind of their persona, Music, musicality. Musicality. No, I think that it was a, a an amazing combination of Paul McCartney 
and John Lennon, and, and let's not forget the other members. George was uh, the perfect guitar player for that band, mm-hmm. and Ringo is a very fine drummer. But the idea that you had John Lennon and Paul McCartney, who just happened to form the same band together, would be like if a band got together and it was Mozart and Beethoven. Yeah, I mean these are these are looming figures in the world of pop music. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. And they really complemented each other in a lot of ways. So uh, what Paul was really good at would sometimes really bring out the best of what John was doing and vice versa. What John was doing would bring out the best in in Paul. Well, I guess the proof is the fact that Paul McCartney was able to have a a really successful solo career without anybody uh, on his own. Did John Lennon ever have a solo career? John, um, you know, John was kind of trying to find himself in the 70s but yeah there were solo albums that he did with the plastic ono band and uh, what was yoko in that she was was. (laughs) oh yoko (laughs) yoko no noko yoko right i think john's output would have been a lot more if if Yoko had just stayed home, because there are some songs is like, well, that could have been a good song. But, but there's all got, these weird noises. Yeah, on right. <laughs> Wasn't she like a performance artist more than an actual musician or, or she a musician? Uh, you know, I mean, define a musician. Okay. For me. okay. <laughs> okay. I got you. Well, I think, it's, I mean, do you consider Lou Reed a musician? I do. He never really sang. He just kind of talked all his songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do. I, I, I consider Lou Reed one. Anyway, I think this is interesting because the the Rolling Stones, I guess, just came out with an album. Or did, did, what was the milestone that they reached that they had a number one album every decade for the past 50 years? Or uh, uh, No. Or 10 albums? A top 10 album in each of the decades since the 60s. 60s, they had a top 10. They had plenty. 70s, they had a lot. 80s. They had one in the 90s, they had one in the 2000s, the 2010s, and they just put out their albums. The Rolling Stones have a a top 10 charting album in seven different decades. All right, so when when you stack that type of catalog up against the Beatles, uh... is Is it quantity or quality? Are they all quality songs? I mean... Hey, look... I'm not one of these Beatle fans that gets into dissing. Fuck the Rolling Stones! I'm, 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 not, I'm not that, you know. They just did a different, their thing was different. Yeah. You know, they were a really, really good blues band to start off with. I think. Uh, and I think the through the 60s, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones kind of challenged each other. Like the the Beatles put out Sgt. Pepper. Well, what, is, what do the Rolling Stones do? They put out a whole concept album called At His... At, at by at his satanic majesty's request. Oh I my god. <laughs> but but wait, I kind of get your point though. In the they elevated each other, like the competition actually made them better a lot bands. Of bands. Looked at it that way. It's like, oh the 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 Beach Boys just did pet sounds and that made the Beatles say we've got to really up it and then they put out uh Sgt. Peppers. Okay, music musicality-wise. Beach Boys Rolling Stones, Beatles. I I, I mean, what do you mean? Okay, if you have like Mozart, Beethoven, and Bach, if those are from a vocal standpoint, uh, music writing. Because I know Brian Wilson was like a like was he a genius or something? People would say he was like a mad genius. 
a mad genius? Yeah. Did he go crazy? <sighs> no. Mm-hmm. He's still with us. I think he got better. Like, was he institutionalized? Well, he did a lot of drugs, and then he okay. kind of fell under the spell. We're talking about the Beach Boys now, right? Right, 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 right Beach Boys. He fell under the spell of kind of this hip California doctor who just really led him astray. Wow. Uh, but anyways, explain the mad genius uh, remark that people have made about him. Because I know I've heard this before, but I, I never really kind of understood it. Uh, he suffered from, you know, bouts of schizophrenia. and But the genius part, where did the, that come in? Uh, just arranging songs in the way that he would uh, write the songs. and It was genius. And, and especially, yeah, yeah, it was genius level stuff. Especially the pet sounds. Pet sounds. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of like remarked as one of the... Influential albums mm-hmm. that influenced people like the Beatles and in turn all these other bands. Uh, did the Rolling Stones... Still, do they still play blues? I I still think of the of the Rolling Stones as primarily a blues band. Yeah, I think I hear that in it more than more than the poppiness that the Beatles have. Did I tell you I had a class um, in college once on postmodernism? Okay, <laughs> doesn't that sound insane? But one of the uh, the things about postmodernism is that it came out in all the media, books, music movies and um so for example we watched uh there was in the 60s there was an ex there were exploitation vampire movies like uh dracula movies with otto i can't even remember his name uh, we watched that we watched um blade runner that's supposedly a postmodern movie then we listened to all of sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band the, entire, the album entire thing in class uh-huh to kind of and that, you, you know when you listen to it in all in one take, it is kind of an extraordinary album. Well, from uh, from just the con- it, concept, concept to so, from uh, concept to execution, it's it, you know it's interesting. What you got at the beginning of the '60s were like, hey, we're a band. Here is an album that has ten of our songs on it. That songs don't necessarily have anything to do with anything else. And uh, before the Beatles, you know, it wasn't common that artists would write their own songs oh. they'd record so- songs and a lot of artists recorded the same songs that other artists recorded hmm. and you know the beatles as far as i know were one of the very first bands are like no once we have enough after the first couple of albums we're not going to do covers anymore we're going to do beatles songs oh that's really cool like um and they had the power to do that because they, they were, were so big at that part beatles but like uh which one of the songs like lucy in the sky with diamonds that's on that song. John's song. Uh, first song to talk about kind of LSD, I think, and like uh, the trippiness of it. Okay, Lucy Sky Diamonds does not stand for LSD. What's it stand for? John wrote after Julian, his his oldest son, brought home a drawing he had done in either preschool or kindergarten, you know, at a very young age. And he had pictures and uh, there was one picture of a girl with surrounded by diamonds. And John asked his son, well, who's this? And Julian said, that's Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Oh, that's bloody brilliant. So he, he based it off of that's a, bloody brilliant. one of Julian's drawings. Okay. Well, according to author Jonathan Gould, uh, they... 
were initially... They were definitely experimenting with mind-expanding yes. drugs, mind-altering drugs. McCartney sure. took LSD for the first time mm-hmm. uh, without his knowledge, having long Somebody resisted... Dosed. Oh, was this at a party at a dentist's house? And the dentist... They dosed. weren't even a party. They were just at the coffee table hanging out with each other. Is this the same yes, story? It's the same right. story. So they had a friend who was a dentist. Uh, maybe he was a dentist to the stars, but the dentist dosed the Beatles the first time they ever tried LSD. Put it in their coffee. They were, they were like, would you like some coffee? Yeah. Oh, you just tried some LSD. Well, apparently their initiation at that doctor's house uh, gave McCartney a new sense of the possibilities. And that's what defined Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearthstone Man. Uh, let's see. What were the other songs on there? Do you, can you name any other songs? Uh, good morning, good morning. She's leaving home. Lovely Rita Mita made. Uh, get by with a little help from my friends. Getting by with a little help from my friends. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh, reprise. Reprise for the benefit of being for the benefit wow, of Mr. Kite. Damn, dude. Yeah, you got all these. I'm a Beatles fan. Uh, what's your favorite album? White album. What's on that one? Oh, you know. Uh, it's a double album, for one thing, uh, on the uh, the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. Uh, uh, yesterday? No, Yesterday is not on that. Rocky Raccoon. Oobla-dee-oobla-da. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pass me by. I mean, there are just so many. Have you heard of the, the Jay-Z? Me and Mr. Mustard, Polythene Pam. Have you heard the Jay-Z remix? She came in through the bathroom window. <laughs> the Jay-Z remix? I, actually, I think I actually got into some Abbey Road there. <laughs> <laughs> the Jay-Z came out with the Black Album, and they, they mixed Jay-Z's Black Album with the Beatles' White Album to come up with the Grey Album. Mm-hmm. How does it sound? Pretty good, actually. <laughs> it's actually not a bad... Just like, a bunch of mashups between mash-up. those two albums. Yeah, yeah. not the worst. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to the Atrobos today. Let us know what you guys think about the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and kind of that era of classic, what would you call it, pop rock? Rock pop? Rock. Or just rock. Yeah, just rock, I yeah. think. And if you listen to the new Beatles song, please let us know what you think of that as well. Just email me, Nico at KellyQ.com or Buzz at KellyQ.com. Or you can call in the neckline. What's the neckline number, Buzz? Neckline number, you can leave a message any time of day. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. You can leave a message for us anytime. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time.